Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Wow, man, I love that song. This is Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer with you. Tom Cochran. Boy inside the man. I had a conversation today with the Kaiser Soze of Edmonton Money. And I remember being a 19-year-old kid and playing on this guy's uh, men's league team in hockey. And he was a, he's a captain of industry, and a lot of people uh, know him. Heck, he at one time uh, <laughs> oversaw Western International Communications. But uh, anyhow, I, I, I just, he told me today he was, uh, in his late 60s, and I'm like, man, I tell you, you never lose that boy inside the man, but you do get older. Uh, this is Oilers Now. Hope you're having a, uh, a terrific Thursday. Oilers Now is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex, by our Leisure Next Office Network printer for the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Bob Stoffer working out of a home office today. And uh, maybe the reality clicked in a bit today. Didn't go down on the rank for anything, of course, over the course of the last couple days. Uh, end of the year exit interviews uh, for the media with a lot of the key contributors to the Oilers extended playoff run. And then yesterday, both Jay Woodcroft and Ken Holland, of course, uh, we had both Jay and Ken on our show over the last couple of days as well. Uh, we are going to uh, get into the Oilers Now audio vault fairly quickly on today's uh, edition of Oilers Now. Uh, we'll hear some clips uh, from Jay and from some of the players over the course of the last couple of days as well. And uh, regular Thursday contributors to the show from uh, NHL Hockey and Rogers and Sportsnet currently working the New York Rangers Tampa Bay Series game five tonight, by the way, Louis DeBrusque. Uh, he will join us at 1235 at 105, uh, courtesy of our friends at Canadian Power Pack, Rob Kinsey and the gang. Rob made it count. He hit a lot of the playoff stops on the tour. And uh, Kevin Weeks will join us, a future NHL executive. And uh, longtime uh, media personality, a former NHL tough guy, kind of willed himself to the National Hockey League, scored 60 goals in the OHL and reinvented himself as a uh, pugnacious fourth-line player has spent years with NHL Hockey and Rogers and Sportsnet from uh, Sportsnet Radio out of Toronto, Nick Kiprios. You can reach us at any time on the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. Get, the, uh, get ready to rock out at the River Creek with Nazareth on August the 11th and Steve Earle 
Copperhead Road. On August the 12th, get your tickets now at rivercreeresort.com. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more. Special thanks today to Chris Gardner, who is pinch hitting for Brendan Escott. Brendan, uh, as some of you know, uh, if you listen to 630 Chet, is taking on a new role this year with the Edmonton Elks broadcast, working with uh, uh, Morley and Dave and as well, uh, Blake Dermott's part of those shows as well. Uh, Brendan's doing pre and post, and uh, he's just getting a little bit of uh, work in to get prepped uh, for the CFL opener, which is Saturday night in BC, I believe. Just off the top of my head, I'm sorry. I've been so focused on not just the NHL, but major junior action as well. Our top story is brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling, you need to get it with no payments, no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. And actually, our top story is going to have to do with the Edmonton Oil Kings. Uh, Craig Morgan reporting today. He is a guy that covers the Arizona Coyotes at Dylan Gunther. Uh, returned back to Edmonton to get a uh, look at a lower body injury, uh, obviously an MRI. And we'll see whether or not he, he will return. It's to be determined. Uh, got hurt in game number three, a 4 nothing shutout for the Edmonton Oil Kings. Last night, uh, I went and met uh, uh, my man uh, Cactus Jack for a couple pops and uh, watched uh, both Xavier Borgo and Shawinigan go up 3 nothing in their playoff series uh, against Charlottetown. The game winner was an own goal. It was in overtime. And the player for Shawinigan took the puck to the net. The rebound came out in front, and the poor kid from Charlottetown put it right in his own goal. Shawinigan up 3 nothing. Xavier Borgo, two goals and three points, and he is going right now. He's tied for the Quebec Major Junior League goal-scoring lead with 12 in the playoffs. This is after he scored 36 goals in 43 games. Borgo, the 22nd overall pick in the 2021 NHL draft. And the Oilers have hit on those picks before. Jordan Everly went 22nd overall back in 2008. Kyrie Yamamoto went 22nd overall in 2017, and Borgo 22nd overall in uh, 2021. In all three cases, uh, smaller, skilled right wings. And you know what? If you're going to take a swing on a guy with a skill, it's got a chance to be a top six forward. Why not? And so the uh, Shawinigan Cataracts are up 3-0 in their series. The Edmonton Oil Kings last night overcame... Uh, man, it was a, a scary incident. Uh, Brendan Cooney got absolutely crushed by Terrell Bauer. Uh, it was an unsuspecting hit. Cooney did not have the puck. Bauer, uh, is a six foot three, 210 pound right shot D signed by the Winnipeg Jets. He's the captain of Seattle. Seattle has a big, heavy, tough team. Bill LaForge Jr. is their GM. He is the son of Bill LaForge the legendary uh, Western Hockey League and OHL head coach who had a brief stint with the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, Bill LaForge Sr. is generally regarded as, uh, well, There's we'll use a, a politically correct euphemism. Uh, he certainly believed in hard-nosed, tough hockey. Others might have a different terminology to deploy uh, for uh, Bill. He even tried to bring that uh, from the Kamloops Junior Oilers into the uh, Vancouver Canucks in the night early, uh, probably about 83, 84, 84, 85, and around that time. Must be, I think it was 84, 85. Anyhow, bottom line, Seattle's had the biggest, heaviest team for years in the Western League, and that hit last night when a kid doesn't is not suspecting the hit and gets 
a shoulder underneath the elbow, and it looked like Cooney was knocked out before he hit the ice, and he fell back on his head. It was an ugly hit. And with the game being on TSN, um, I know the Western League is still seen by some as sort of a last frontier. I don't think it's like that anymore. Has to be a suspension coming on top of the uh, major penalty. But anyways, the Oil Kings didn't score in that power play. Uh, fell behind one nothing after one. Got two quick goals from Josh Williams. Went up 2-1. Seattle tied it on the power play. And then with about five seconds left in the game, Logan Dehoniak, a, a guy who was supposed to be their top offensive defenseman at the start of the year before GM Kurt Hill went out and brought in Luke Prokop from Calgary. Uh, actually got uh, Simon Kubicek, who, uh, uh, from Seattle, ironically, a, a European 20-year-old a couple years ago. And then he also, but he didn't start playing all this year. And then he made the big trade to get Caden Gooley. And so kind of the forgotten man on defense, Logan Dehaniak with a long-range bomber with about five seconds left in the game. Edmonton is up three games to one. If they win Saturday night in Edmonton at Rogers Place, they win the WHL championship, and they are off to the uh, Memorial Cup. And that is a look at uh, WHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. NHL today, well, we got a game. And we got a game five, and it's tied at two between the Edmonton, uh, the New York Rangers, and the Tampa Bay Lightning. And game five goes tonight in New York City at uh, 6 p.m. Again, we'll have Louis DeBrusque at 12.35. Well, most of our conversation uh, will run around the Edmonton Oilers, but a little bit on the uh, Rangers-Tampa Bay series as well. All right. Uh, many of you probably saw this and got a little bit unnerved, and I, my reaction would be don't read too much into everything you read. Uh, but Evander Kane uh, did put out a, I guess, a, a tweet today, uh, basically linked to, I don't know if you linked to Instagram or whatever it is, and it, it says the following. Uh, thank you to all the fans who supported me this year. To everybody who doubted me, I thank you as well. To my Oilers teammates as Evander Kane, I appreciate every each and every single one of you for your welcoming me in and embracing me in such a genuine way. I'm grateful to have had the opportunity to play with such a committed, hardworking, and loyal group of men. The Edmonton Oilers are a first-class organization with uh, such great staff from top to bottom, and I thank them for giving me the opportunity to play for such a historic franchise. To the fans of Edmonton, I thank you for treating uh, my family and I with such kindness and respect. Uh, thank you from 91. Now, some of you have interpreted that out there. I've already seen it on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 7804960063. Is, is this Evander telling Edmonton that he's not returning? I would say time would tell. It would be, you know, if I was in Dan Milstein's shoes and there were times in which I thought I might go that route, uh, in the agency business a number of years ago, about 20 years ago, um, I think I would go to the market and see what's out there, which doesn't mean that I was discount potentially returning to Edmonton. I put a tweet out a couple days ago on Evander Kane and basically said, for most players, three things are big deciding factors as where a guy goes. Number one, the chance to win. Number two, money. And number three, lifestyle. Well, the Oilers are in their window. I mean, they went into the Final Four this year. They got Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisettle and Darnell Nurse, the core of the team. Two of those three players were hurt. They still went 16 games in the playoffs. Money's money. And if you want to re-sign Kane, you're going to have to move out some other guys. That's pretty much what Ken Holland sort of indicated indirectly yesterday. So 
there is that as well as part of our top story today for Legacy Heating and Cooling. It is 1216 in Edmonton, and when we come back, we're going to get into... The Oilers now, Audio Vault for direct workwear, and we'll hear from Jay Woodcroft, Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisettle, Duncan Keith, Evan Bouchard, and Mike Smith. You're listening to Oilers Now on 630 Chad, the play-by-play voice of the Edmonton Oilers and the Edmonton Elks. Let's quickly go to some text on the Ashley Five Floors text line. Mike from Calgary says, Bob, even though we had the two CHL games last night, it was tough because it should have been a three-game night. The boys should still be playing. Why is it that one of the shortest off-seasons in recent history already feels like one of the longest? It was a good run, though, and have a good summer. Mike, I ain't going anywhere. I'm going to tell you that right now. Over the next 12 weeks, I think I'm on the air for 10 of the 12 weeks. Like There's there's lots that's going to take place. There's going to be minimum four moves for the Edmonton Oilers. There is. There's going to be some guys moving out. There's there's always a changeover. In the ro- and we've already got people, you know, freaking out uh, about Evander Kane. James says, Bob, I heard Kane. I read Kane's statement the same as you. He will test the market, as he should, but don't rule out a return to the Oilers. That's what I would do. If I was Dan Milstein, I would advise him to test the market. They've still got to get a resolution um, to this situation involving the San Jose Sharks uh, and the contract. <laughs> And we'll wait and see. It's gone to an arbitrator, and don't do not uh, uh, do not think for a second that the arbitrator is necessarily going to rule in the NHL's favor here, which won't make the Sharks happy. Again, you can text us at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. By the way, I'm just going to have a little bit of fun with you in seven minutes' time at twelve twenty eight. I'm going to tell you who the Oilers should target if they can't get Kane done. If, the, if it looks like they're not going to be able to get Kane done, who they should pen, uh, potentially target. And it would have to be a trade, but there is a guy that makes sense. And if you've listened to the show over the years, you might have an idea who it is. All right. That's uh, head into the Oilers Now Audio Vault, as promised, for direct work. We're featuring Edmonton's largest selection, unbeatable prices, and customer service that makes you feel like family. Jay Woodcroft had these comments on how the Oilers can take the next step. Well, it goes back to Jason's initial question. I think you got to do your work. Um, I don't think there's any substitute. Hard work works. And now we're in the process of um, really looking at every aspect of our, of our operation. We're happy uh, with how far we got in the 2022 uh, uh, 20, playoffs. And when I say happy, I mean... We're pleased that we took a step here, Um, but we're not satisfied. Our bellies aren't full. And for us, we're going back to um, examine every aspect of how we do things. And there's no substitute for that. So um, we're pleased with how far we got. But as I said, uh, you know, we're still hungry. Our bellies aren't full. Yeah, there's lots of work left to do. Connor McDavid, meanwhile, spoke about taking lessons from this year's playoff. Yeah, I mean, those lessons only really matter if you put yourself back in those situations. Um, you know, so obviously that's our focus, uh, is to put ourselves back in uh, in that position and use the lessons that, uh, that uh, you know, we learned throughout the, our little run here and, you know, put those to, uh, to good work next year. Meanwhile, Leon Dreisaitl says the team improved, but... I think that we did take a step this season, but 
we also took a step in 2017 and we missed the playoffs the next season, right? And, and that shows you how, how hard it is in this league to do it consistently year after year. It's a hard league and the playoffs are, are even harder and tougher. So we have to make sure that we come in next season and, and learn from what we've accomplished this season, but come back next season and, and be hungrier for more, right? We want to take that next step. We want to get to the finals. Eventually, we want to, we want to win a Stanley Cup. So I think we did take a step, but there's, there's definitely more. Meanwhile, Drysaddle also believes that, uh, and frankly, so do I, uh, that the Edmonton Oilers are in the window to win now. You know, obviously, we, we have guys under contract that have been here for a long time, that been through everything that we've been through, and, and um, you know, we're we're ready to win. Uh, we want to win. Uh, we got young guys like Bushi, Clowder, um, Holly coming up that that are pushing for spots, and 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 they're ready to to make an impact, or they they did have an impact, um, and that that's what's going to make us a really really good hockey team, right? Guys that are coming up and. Pushing, pushing for lineup spots. So um, we're ready to win. We want to win. Uh, we want to do the right things uh, to win. So it's important to have a good summer for everyone and, and get back into it next season. It's interesting that Leon Drysaddle mentions, you know, Bouchard and, and McLeod. Those guys are drafted and developed players. I'm not sure what's going to happen with Yesapoliarvi. I'll be frank with you, but I know this. Uh, I could see eight first-round picks in the Oilers' opening day lineup next year. Uh, to start the season on, in October. Obviously, McDavid, Drysaddle, Nugent Hopkins, uh, along with Darnell Nurse. And then that's four uh, from drafts 2011 to 2015. Then Yamamoto, I mean, he took a, a step forward this year, 2017. Uh, 2018, you've got a, Evan Bouchard. And then in 2019, uh, Broberg and 2020, Holloway. So there's eight first-rounders there. I'll include McLeod because I think that I know I talked to a couple of his teammates today, and they're pretty bullish on him. They think he's going to be a, a really good player. And a guy that basically, one of them suggested he needs to play 3C uh, for the Edmonton Oilers, which would move Ryan Nugent Hopkins to the wing. He just thinks that Nugent Hopkins, it's an interesting perspective, but McLeod with the speed down the middle is an asset to the Edmonton Oilers hockey team and gives them flexibility as well. Speaking of Evan Bouchard, he had these comments on the experience of playing deep into the playoffs this the year. experience is great for me. Um, to be a part of a run like this is uh, special. It shows you what it takes to uh, get to this level, but it shows there's... Uh, you, know, you got to put more into it to uh, get to the finals and to win it. It's going to take uh, a lot more, but to get the ex- this experience is uh, great for me and I think great for everyone else. And Connor McDavid will circle back to Evander Kane. Had these thoughts about the impact that Kane had on the hockey club? Yeah, Kane came in and uh, did everything that was asked of him. That's for sure. It's not uh, on my place. I don't. I don't sign the, the contracts and, and stuff like that. But, you know, obviously Kaner, like I said, came in and, and, and played great and um, did everything that was asked of him and, and, and then some. And um, you saw how he performed in the playoffs and um, you know, those are the type of guys that you need. All right. Uh, Mark and St. Albert has texted us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. He says, Bob, as a season ticket holder, I was very happy with what the OEG gave us as a consumer product. We need to move heaven and earth to keep Kane. He is a franchise player with McDavid, Drysaddle, Nugent, Hopkins, and Nurse. Some exciting young talent coming. Happy to hear that uh, he'll be on for 10 of the 12 weeks. As, uh, I don't want to go through Oilers withdrawal. That one comes to us from Mark and St. Albert. All right. I teased you enough. It's 1228. 
So here's the deal. Kane's going to have lots of options, and somebody might be able to blow him out of the water at seven, eight million bucks. Kevin Weeks, we'll hear from him later today. He thinks that's the range of what Kane's going to get in the open market. There's a player I've always liked in an organization that's rebuilding that wasn't rebuilding a year ago at this time, but they are rebuilding now. They have new management, and this player makes the exact same price point as Zach Hyman. He's a right shot. I don't know if he has quite the edge or quite the offensive upside as Evander Kane, but he can skate. He's a right shot. He scored 27 goals in 18-19, 19 goals this year and 17 goals last year in 52 games. And that player is Josh Anderson. So if you can't get Kane done, I wonder if you can circle and go after Josh Anderson. That might be the answer to what you're looking for because I think the Oilers need some more size in their top six. He is a right wing. That would allow you to play Hyman and Nugent Hopkins at left wing if you went with McLeod down the middle with McDavid and Settle at center. Uh, we will get off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back out of New York City with NHL Hockey and Rogers, Louis DeBrusque. You're listening to Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.